Blog Talk Radio. Okay, I got you on there now. 904-3912. Your mic is open. Hello. What's going on? How you doing? Hey, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Loud and clear. Can okay. you hear me? Okay, cool. Um, listen, I've been trying to get a hold of you for a while. I've spoken to you before uh, some years ago. Uh but one, I told my wife a couple months ago, I said, as soon as Yusef uh, gives an open line and I'm available, I'm going to call him. Um, because every time you put a live video, I cannot comment. And obviously that's <laughs> not the case for everybody because uh, I see people commenting, but it doesn't give an open link for me to comment. I can close my comments. I can go into settings. I, you know, I don't know. Um, but well, I'm doing, I'm, doing fa- I'm, doing, I'm doing on Facebook. Now all you gotta do is just post. You know, you can go to the blog. No, I know it doesn't. It doesn't post. give me. No, it doesn't. It doesn't give me the allowance, and I'm I'm not putting this on you. Um, there's no okay. there's all no right. allowance for me to uh, to comment, and I comment on all kind of Facebook Live stuff. Uh, right. I'm involved in a lot of different groups. I comment on a lot of stuff. Uh, oh, so right. I'm glad to be able to speak to you. Um, and on okay. the race thing, on the on the race thing. Uh, my mom and dad were both business owners and both kind of went down after the 2008 recession. Uh, but one of the things that my mom uh, talked to me about before that was that every time the state put out a job, which I'm not against, I just want to put this out there because of what you were talking about with the black and white thing, was that if they took a job from the state, then they had to they had to hire a certain amount of people from the local area and a certain percentage of the people they hired had to be black and okay, okay now you know had, why that they is. had a white okay so they had a white person apply for a job and put on the application that they were black and they were blatantly white and so i'm just talking right. about this from the static standpoint so my mom called right. the IRS she called the IRS and she said, listen, okay. this guy is, you know, she's, he's definitely, he's a white guy, whatever. Uh, and the IRS told her, they said, they are who they say they are. Wow. They are who they say they are. Okay. Now said, that okay. is true. That she is was true what you're saying. But- she was the CFO. She was the CFO for this construction company. And she called the IRS, and the IRS said they are who they say they are. That was their answer. I, I, and listen, that's not my first time hearing that. I, but I can go a step further on it. They have court cases where people have done that, where they can hail you into court, where they can look. If you look on some of the, that paperwork, it, it'll say something to the effect that there, if there's any question about the um, legitimacy of, of or your race, you could be called in so they can do a um, a visual inspection of you to determine your race. How many times they do that? They probably don't do it. They probably don't do right. it. All right. 
But yes, I'm I'm very, I'm very well aware that people do that. Hey, we got people on our side saying they're white. You know, that's why I'm doing this show today because you got a whole group right. of people saying, "Hey, put down on your license, on your white, on your on your application that you're a white person." You know, it's a, as a status. So um, you can you can claim whatever you want to claim. You know, but the point me the point of me doing this show is. I'm trying to find something to justify it in the law books. You know what I'm saying? Because if you say, what's the status and everything? Okay, well, I went and investigated it um, because it was based off this word free white persons in the Black's Law 4th edition. And I went and investigated and I found there was 52 prerequisite racial uh, cases. They They have gone very extensively and argued this point for some years, okay, about what constitutes white. Okay, what and and it, it's not consistent, which most court cases aren't consistent. But I just couldn't right. see what the Moors were claiming. I didn't find anything like that in the law books. Now, as far as in practice, obviously, I already know they are telling people to put white on, and people are doing it. But black people are putting black so they can get benefits and privileges and things like that. That and because the Fourteenth Amendment is the equal protection clause of the Fourteenth Amendment, and Based off of that clause is the reason why they make any type of federally, federally funded or any type of corporations that, have in their, that are public in, in their character to do that. If they were a private corporation, they didn't have to do that. They don't have to, they don't have to hire. You could, you could be 100% um, That's right. discriminative That's right. in your it's hiring a, practices if you're private. You know, they were a road, they were a road construction company. These were these were state jobs that were being put out to bid. Yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. That they would require these things on. Otherwise, it wouldn't matter. Uh, but that's that's exactly what it was. Exactly. Uh, yeah, exactly. But from a personal standpoint, I mean, does that does color even matter, or is it uh, you know debtor versus predator? Okay. I mean, my, where, my, where does my, color where does color come in? Um, from that standpoint, if you're doing commerce, listen, then why does it even listen, matter? Listen, that is my point exactly. Okay, I'm in agreement with you because what I have noticed in my studies, okay, and in studying the law and living life and everything, what I have found is called the only color that matters is green. Okay, and I hate to sound like that because people, you know, people like, you know, they like, you know, you only think about is money and all of this and Yes, I do not speak negatively about money because I understand the law of attraction. As Reverend Ike says, uh, money has eyes and ears and he can hear, and if you speak negatively about her, she will leave you. Okay, so you don't speak negatively about money at all. You don't ever speak negative about money. But the thing is, is what yeah. I've noticed is it's about business. Um, when You know, it's about really it's the status is like a class type thing. I think that we have not a racial thing. It's a class thing because you have at the top all races of people that discriminate against other people, not based off of their skin color, but based off of their class, if they're poor, middle class or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like that right there. So that's what I'm thinking. And, um, and from what I'm seeing also is that it is the, uh, it's a business, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's you know everything is about business. Everything seems to be about business. It just seems to be about business. That's just that's just my take on it. Now I don't have any really the, a I lot mean, of. Uh, the uni- 
Does the UCC does the UCC ever talk about uh, color of skin? No, 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 no. It only talks about creditors and debtors. That's it. It's That's all right. about creditors. Everything about secure parties is about creditors and debtors. And I've always made this too. I've always said this. When I came into this, it was the white people was the ones that really established the secure party. They was the ones that was pissed off and understood what was going on with the system, how it was fucking them over and everything. They were the ones that really, you know, jumped all this stuff off. We just kind of, everybody just kind of jumped on board with it and started studying it and understanding it. But if you look at the early pioneers of all of this information, they even accused us in the uh, posse comitatus. They was uh, trying to say it was a rape, but it, I got videos from the posse comitatus on my website. They've got members in their organization who are black. You know, right. they understood, you know, they, you know what I'm saying? They didn't, they wasn't like what people are, you go and listen to uh, James Wickstrom uh, speak. He wasn't a racist uh, person. He was telling the truth. He might personally have something against other races. I don't know, but the things that he was saying was true. He was saying right. it's a corporation, you know, uh, uh, the 14th Amendment, you know, they, uh, communism. He's talking about a communist socialism trying to keep creeping out. They're trying to destroy Christianity. All those things are true. Those are true things. Yeah. You're seeing them come into fruition right now. So uh, I did. I never got that. I have never gotten that feeling from it that it is about race either. Uh, the UCC is just what it says. It's the Uniform Commercial Code. This is about business. This is not the Uniform Nationality Code. It's not any of those things that they try to ascribe or attribute to it. All right, Most of the people, they do that because they don't read it. I remember the first time that I was ever introduced to the UCC, a Moorish sister, she told me, she said, do not read the UCC. It is dangerous. You can get yourself into trouble. And I was like, What? I can get myself in the truck, and I'm reading it now, and it's just like reading a game of Monopoly. I'm like, what is she talking yep. about? You know, what is she talking about? There's nothing dangerous about this. You know, so what I have found is that people, um, and I hate to say this, but well, what I had to learn how to do, it was, was kind of like this. I'm going to tell you my biggest lesson. I used to repost case citations from other people, and then I would later only to find that those case citations were faulty. And that's what taught me early on that, look, when I get a case citation and somebody says this case citation is saying this right here, I go and read it and see if I can find that to justify, okay, is that really what this case is saying? And that's how I got into reading a lot of case law. And a lot of people won't read case law, but case law teach you more about law than any other thing, reading case law reading those cases, especially if it relates to trust. So that was my only point. It wasn't really, it wasn't even really to deny or say that people weren't right. It was just to say, I know how that. Are you justif- I know that. I look yeah, at how, you all the how time. How are you justifying it? Yeah, how are you justifying it? <laughs> yeah, that's all. My point is, where is the justification? Where is the evidence? Because when somebody says something to me, I start looking for it. I say, okay, well, let me, because if I'm going to say it, See, I got a lot of courtroom experience. So I I already knew if I'm going to come into this courtroom and say something, I have to be able to substantiate it with law that I can put into the evidence file, okay, for the judge to rule on. You have to give the judge uh, evidence, law, that the judge can rule on. So I'm looking for for the evidence to do that with. And even in the construction of my documents, if you're saying I need to claim nationality and you're putting together nationality documents, 
okay, that are supposed That's to have no some sort of legal. Yeah, you know, I'm like, okay, well, where, where is the, how you, you're just reading one definition out of Black Star Fourth Edition with a limited understanding, and then you're reading the expert commentary, by the way, right? and then you put some, that's kind of misleading, if you ask me, because when you read the cases, they don't say anything like what he's saying in that, uh, in that definition. Right, because if you're, if you're in a court, you probably came out from underneath the umbrella of your constitutionally protected right, and that's why you're in the court. It's a commerce. That's why. <laughs> it's a commerce deal. You stepped out of the public. You stepped out of the private and into the public. That's why you're in for it. And that and that's the only thing. All these all point arguments where people challenge jurisdiction. The only issue is the bond. You know, early on in my career, everybody said go in the courtroom and ask the judge for the bid bond. Do you know you can still do that? Do you know that if you go in there and ask those people from the bid bond, you watch them start squirming and everything, and they oh, oh I do. What 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 are, what are you talking about and everything? You know they're going to deny it and everything. But if you catch them off guard and ask you for it, they're going to be like you because you have to read their body language because they're never going to acknowledge what you're saying. But when you catch them off guard with certain things, you can read their body language. That's ninety percent of that. And you can see okay, thumbs up. What's what's up when I said bid bond? Everybody got nervous. And then I'm gonna tell you what's the next thing. You're gonna get the impression that they're waiting to see what you're going to do, and most of the times you don't know what to do next. Yep, that's right. That's right. Yeah. You don't know how to enforce it. That's the problem yep. with the commerce game. It's real. It is. Right know- now, you know, right now, if 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 people knew what to do right now, uh, I think the game could be changed. Because the court the courtrooms are closed. Where I, I'm in Florida, I'm in Jacksonville, uh-huh. Florida, just outside of Jacksonville, Florida, and Jacksonville is a pretty open place. But our courtrooms are closed, and they're making they're making deals with all kinds of people because their courtrooms are closed. They can't hold open they hearings, they and they're are. just making deals with people and making deals with people. And if people knew right now the paperwork to turn in. I feel like it could change the whole game right now because so many, they would accept them. They would accept them. They would accept them. They would accept them because they need to balance their books. And they're, hey, they're giving exactly. people charges right now in Florida that, that people deserve to go to prison. They're giving them charges that they're giving them probation and stuff just because they're trying to run them through the system so they can process the paperwork. They're trying to get their money. Because their money got cut off big time. Just process them, process them, process them, because they're processing. Their system is down right now. It's down right now. They came out with an app right now on on Android where, hey, you can download the app. If you got a traffic ticket, they got the attorneys. You just use that app, and they will – you have to pay the ticket, but it will not go on your record. They got an app for that now. You know, hey, you just – I know somebody – I know somebody, I'm not bragging about this, but I know somebody personally just got a DUI too, second DUI, and went to court, and the courtroom was closed. They gave him a piece of paper, said, call the number, call the judge, and the judge offered him a reckless driving, is it second DUI, offered him a reckless driving charge on the first, on the, basically the arraignment, basically on the arraignment, and I'm like, they are got, you they... kidding me? Hey, man, I, I don't know what's going on. Uh, I don't know if it's COVID-19. I mean, today, 
I want to talk about this COVID nineteen for a second because it it is because uh, it's a it, it is the underlying reason that the courts are closed. Man, I was walking yeah. around. I was walking around today, man. I felt like I was in a in, in a They Live movie. I went out to Fayetteville and I thought, okay, I'm gonna go out to a different section of the city and uh, go shopping. Man, I went to Fayetteville. Man, I was. It was everybody. I'm. I'm. I, I think. Probably ninety-eight percent of the people in Fayetteville are wearing a mask. I listen. When I stepped out of every store I went into. I felt very uncomfortable because as soon as I walked through the door, it's like ten people looking at me, staring at me like, you know, you don't have on a mask. And I, I was like, wow, they are really pressuring people into yep. putting on a mask. Yep. They're pressuring people to yep. put on a mask. You know, it's like the, you I know, felt, the Hey, I felt really safe in Florida. Ron DeSantis has been awesome in Florida. Ron DeSantis has stood up, and he's been awesome. And uh, these last couple of weeks, though, they've revved up all this testing, and our numbers our numbers on positive cases have gone up, but our numbers on deaths are down. So we're reporting more positive cases, but our death count is still going down. Um, and so now they're reversing some things and they just mandated in Jacksonville that if you're in a public place, you got to have a mask on. And I'm like, are you kidding yeah. me? Are you kidding yeah. They, me? they mandated and people are trying to about uh, that. That's the thing This mandation. You know, you're trying to mandate to have on a mask. Now you got to understand is you said the correct thing public when you're private. in a public, when you're in a public I, place. I get it. They yeah, cannot, I've been trying they to cannot. Tell my friends. I'm like, listen, if you want to go in the store, you better have a mask. If you want to go in, you, and, you need to have and a mask. And there's some places that I have to go, and they force me. Like I went to the airport. You know, I had to go to the airport here in Georgia. You got to have a mask on to go into the airport. I had to go into the airport. I didn't have any choice. I had to put on a mask temporarily to go into the right. airport. You know, take care yeah. of some business at the airport. So there are going to be situations, and I'm not arguing about it. You know, I don't give them any smack right. about it because it's like, hey, it's a public place. They make the rules in the public. They make the rules, they and do. I can I can I can bitch and complain about it, but they make the That's rules. Right. That's you know, right. so if, if you really have if, a, if was, right, if we really have a problem with it, we need to stop going. That's the only. That's our only defense. All, I mean, that's the only. We have no right to complain. Either we comply, or we don't go. That's that's that's. That's what I was down in Florida. I was looking at all those people, you know, because y'all had it like they y'all had some people out there went off in Florida. Uh, well, we got you know, some people, they, we uh, got some southern folks down here, dude. That they're not they're not about it. I mean, they think you know they don't understand public and private. They think their private rights, and, you know, extend everywhere they go. Uh, exactly. And thank God for people. <laughs> and thank God for people like that. In a way, really, um, they hold they hold back a lot of stuff because if the government does not want to let the cat out of the bag that they're, you know, their, their jurisdiction only lies in the public. They don't want to let that cat out of the bag. So thank God for people like the people in Florida, uh, because they push back and then it forces them, uh, you know, to justify their stance without, without having to come out and say, Hey, we have every right to tell you to put a mask on. Uh, Exactly, really and, and 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 they do, and you and you're right. The only push, you know, like when I go into a store now, you know, I walk in T-Mobile, and they like, sir, you having a mask? And I'm like, I say, you know, I just ain't ordered off of Amazon. <laughs> you know, cause That's right, Amazon. That's right. You know, Jeff Be- Bezos, 
He's predicted to be the first trillionaire in about four years, and I can see why. Um, I really think yeah. that um, we, that uh, um, Walmart is going out of business. I don't know. Yeah. I, you know, I, you know, I think they well, will be out of business. I don't know if they will. I think that I think they'll be salvaged. <laughs> I think I think all business will go to online. Uh, I think Sears. I think Sears back in the day had it going on with their catalog for Christmas. And yep. they refocused yep. the, with credit cards, and then, then all the credit cards came out, and they quit putting that big catalog out every year for Christmas. And they refocused. Yeah, they should have. They should have kept their focus on uh, telephone and online sales, because uh, that's where it's at. But I, I think they're going to allow it. I think. Have to. I used to I love that they, Sears catalog. I don't think they can allow man, Amazon you... to take everybody over. Uh, Hey man, I, I'm I'm gonna be honest, man. I like okay, like the last couple of weeks, and I'm putting together a studio and all this. I get in the, I like to go into the store. I've been driving all over the city looking for certain things, and man, I can't find it. And I can go right to my computer and go straight to Amazon, and there it is, right there, the thing I was looking for. I know, for dude. I've, I went to man, I've been put, I've been putting it off for years. For years, people have been telling me, man, you need to be shopping on Amazon, and I'm like, man, I don't like that. I don't like that shit, and but you know what? It's it's uh, there's something hey, to it though. Hey man, I'm I, I didn't got hooked on Amazon now. You know the way they got it set up on the the website and the, the search, man. It is yeah. man. It, it hey, I, I'm telling you, it, you know it's it, it's nice. I'm thinking they're gonna take out a lot of people, and um, it, just like Walmart, you got to think. Well, they're gonna back reform in 19... sales. I think. I don't think they're. I think they're gonna allow a lot of people to withstand to it, but. I think it's going to change. I think that's the way commerce is going to be done now uh, versus, you know, actually going to the store. But I don't think Amazon's going to be the – well, I mean, they'll probably be the the big dogs probably, but they're not going to put everybody else out of business. They're going to have to allow other businesses. Well, yeah, they can't be a monopoly, and but think, I'm going to tell you. I, mean, I think I might be well, wrong, but, you know. Well, didn't well didn't well didn't uh, didn't uh, Walmart do that to all the five and ten cents? So remember, we had all the five and ten cent stores and everything. And when Walmart came out, every they started out in all the country towns. They cut all the shops. I remember in Turtle, Texas, when Walmart came to town, Gibson's closed, Mott's closed, all type of shit. Right. You know, start closing yep. when when uh, when Walmart right. came into town. You know. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's coming Absolutely. back around on them now. <laughs> I just say, because right now you go at Walmart, there's not you can see they're not restocking the way they normally restock. It's a lot of stuff oh, no. that's 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 missing. Um, you know, you can just yeah, you feel like you're in a Bell's Outlet or something. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And e- even in some right. of the other stuff, like Ross. Um, you know, uh, a couple other places, it ain't the same. A lot of these stores, it's not the same. You know. Uh, something that's falling off. Some be? of them have closed up. Huh? I said, but why would they yeah. be? I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be. Not right now. I mean, people people are gonna they're gonna come by whatever you got. They're gonna come by right now. You know, I don't think there's that much competition other than online. There's not that much competition in the stores. Everybody's been closed. You know, nobody's been able to go anywhere. They're going to go to the store. They're going to buy whatever you got. You know, they don't have to bring out the latest yeah. and greatest or whatever. Uh, That's true. That's true. They're, uh, it's probably smart business, man. 
Yeah, I, I was thinking too. I was thinking. I think I think they're cleaning out the warehouse. All the stuff they had in the back of the warehouse has been sitting there collecting dust. They brought all that stuff out and trying to get rid of it now. <laughs> I do too. I do too. <laughs> I do, bro. <laughs> I do. That is what they're doing. They're like, welcome, clearing welcome out their warehouse. Welcome back to the nineties. Welcome back to the eighties. Welcome back to whatever we got. Welcome back. <laughs> I know it. Hey, you, there's hey, no celebrities on TV to put the new trends out, you know. So whatever. Whatever. But you know what? I want to get back to this. No, nobody's uh, this up there in the, nobody's up there in the spotlight right now to to put the new trends out. So. It is right. what it is. But it I want to get back to this white and black this white and black thing. Like I said, I don't think that it is um it's uh I don't think it's a white or black thing either. I think it's a commercial thing. I've been saying that from the beginning. It's it's creditor and creditor debtor. debtor. You know, it's creditor and debtor, you know. And people, you know, and that's the only thing that I can see. And that's that comes from me studying the constitution. That comes from me from studying the statutes, understanding the principles of the constitution, understanding separation of powers, understanding the article, you know, the uh, jurisdiction. You know, it's commercial. Yeah. It's commercial. And so and when you go in and start to to really make those arguments about in white and black, to me those belong in Article Three courts. You're in a wrong court. You know, if you want to talk about something racially related, right. like which uh, some right. sort of constitutional question, they don't belong in an Article One court. It belongs in an Article Three court. Have you ever been just, in an Article just, Three court? Have you ever I've been in an Article been, Three court? I've never been in Article Three court. No, never. I haven't either. No. Yeah, I was. I was I want, beginning I to want to, to do too, it. If I could, if I could, while I'm on air, I wanted to say too that um, I have had success a couple of times with creditors and uh and i am a secure party but i have not had an issue with a creditor since i've been a secure party and but both times well three times three times i've had successful creditors and i was not a secure party at the time as far as all the uh secure party process and the ucc filing and all that and um i just you know, it's like everybody thinks it's this, that, whatever, but it's a, it's a, uh, it's not just a status thing. It's a, a recontracting thing, you know, to, and you yeah, know what I'm exactly. It's a yeah, recontracting it, it, thing. It's a, I'm challenging your claim. I'm challenging your claim and I'm going to do it through a documented process that the, uh, 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 it's going to be recognized by the court. And when we go to court, I will have done my homework, and I've, I will have done this before you did. And it will already be closed. And it's through the notary. And uh, and basically, by the time you get there, you've already recontracted with them. It has nothing to do with you being a secure party unless you're going to issue a negotiable instrument. But you can right. But you can beat them through the, the debt validation process without that it has nothing to do with your status nothing to do with your status. right as far as uh, uh, if you want if you want to if you want a chance see, you can chant that's like a challenge if you're going to challenge them if you're right, going to do an acceptance yeah challenge. if you're going to challenge take a lot them, of work gonna, it's going to take a lot of yeah, work gonna, and they're going to challenge yeah. the hell out of you and they're going to subpoena you and they're going to um they're not just going to let it lie if there's if there's any kind of money uh you know on the table or assets it is my uh, if not, it's money on the table, roll over. 
you're going to be in for the fight for your life, but it has nothing to do with the status. But even if you are, I would say, and I haven't been through it since I've been, you know, done my filing, but even if you had done your filing, it's going to be the same thing. They're going to fight that yeah. body. If there's they any fight because there's no there's no letter. Happen. There's just going to get you out of it. There's no whatever. You're going to have to fight them all the way through the court process. And it's an adversarial proceeding, but you need to also have some sort of um, um, something in place. Okay, because th- this is how I look at it. I look at it as it's an attack on property because of the fact there's no constitutionally mandated money, namely gold and silver in circulation. Okay, right. now, I want you to think about this first thing. How is money created? Money is created through liens, through even from the Federal Reserve. You have to have put a lien through on debt. property through debt. It's a debt. debt. Okay, so they have to create debt to create money. I and they do that by attaching property, a writ of attachment. If y'all know, look up the word attachment, they had to put an attachment on property. And your property um, is your body, your freedom, uh, your children. Uh, you know, property encompasses a lot of different things, and they are looking to attach that property all the time. When if, if and it comes, it's attached to that social security number. It's that social security Absolutely. number, I'm telling you, man. It's that social Absolutely. security number. Well, hey, so, man, uh, look, while we're I gotta... on that note, could I, could I ask you a question? Is it unalienable or unalienable? It's, un, it's unalienable. You can't alienate. You can't alienate your right. But people came up uh, with unalienable. Unalienable. <laughs> unalienable. Everything, everything know, is lienable. Is alienation. Yeah. But, everything but is lienable. Yes, everything is leanable. Every you can put a lean. Everything is leanable. Okay. I've been seeing a lot of stuff anything. on is it unalienable or unalienable, but my stance on it is everything is leanable. Well, here's the thing: when you put a lien, when you do a secure party process, you're putting up, you're putting a lien against your property, so you're the first position holder. So it's unalienable right. in the sense that anybody who comes and puts a lien on your property, they're going to be a junior lien holder. And you know, any in, in commerce, if you have a junior lien and there's a superior lien, your lien can get wiped out. So basically right. what's happening is you as the secure party, you're just going to the junior lien holder and saying, look, you can't really put a detachment on this property, but hey, I'm a good person. I'm what what is what what's your your lien? I'll go ahead and pay that for you and everything, so you can go on and make you whole and everything. But this property over right. here, you you're not going to be able to get it because it's already got a a, a lien on it, a, you know, a pre-existing lien. Plan. That's essentially. Right. And people, if you want to understand it, just understand mortgages. You got a first mortgage and a second mortgage. In a foreclosure, right. all junior liens get wiped out. Okay, all right. junior liens get wiped out. If you've ever did a short sale. Okay, when you do a short sale, if you go and uh, uh, negotiate, I believe, with a uh, risk mitigation, okay, loss mitigation, I'm sorry, loss mitigation, okay, and you go into there and you say, hey, look, okay, say that you got this house is $200,000. Now it's in foreclosure. The first lien was 150000 The second lien was $30,000. Okay, okay, I go and do a, uh, the property now is run down, so it's only worth $140,000. Okay, it's not worth the $200,000 now. Now I can go to loss mitigation of the second lien holder and say, look, man, y'all finna get wiped out if this is going to foreclosure. If this is going to foreclosure, you're not going to get a dime. 
So what I'm going to do, I'll tell you what, I'm going to offer you $2,000 to release the lien on this property. There are people that are going to do the, uh, they're going to come out and do a broker price opinion on it, make a determination of what the value of the property is, come back and let you know whether they're going to accept the offer or not. And if they accept it, okay, bam. Now, this is how you can, as a real estate investor, you can get the price knocked down. You can get a, a second lien removed on a particular property. That's how I learned all this secure right. party stuff, too, because it's the exact same right. thing that's going on with secure party. Exact same thing. Exact same thing. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if, but hey, so, look, if when one, so when one becomes a secure party, um, it's and I ran into this, which it's been six or seven years for me since I started studying this. Um, but I ran into the whole, hey, your birth certificate's worth millions of dollars and all this and whatever. Oh, yeah. Uh, right. But the reality is, is the secure party process is a process to discharge public debt. So right. if you're going to utilize, if you're going to utilize the secure party process, then it means that you've had good enough credit to have a debt that is now a public debt that you can use this for. And if you're going to use a private trust, which is different than the secure party process, then you're probably okay, going to need some cash or, or some assets that you can leverage. You have to have something at that point to begin to move forward. Well, if you're going to use the private trust, but let me get back to the birth certificate. Cause I, I'm, I think you lost me there. First of all, I've, I've heard people say the birth certificates worth billions and millions. And essentially all that is saying is this, it's your labor. You, you cannot put a price tag on your labor. Okay, nobody Absolutely. knows how much you're worth. Like, look at Jeff Bezos. He's going to be the next trillionaire. Who would have thought that? If somebody's, and there's going to be somebody who's going to come along who's going to have $2 trillion. And somebody's going to come along right. and have $3 trillion, okay? I, you don't I, I, know. I understand that. I understand that. But there's people right. out there that are, you know, trying to, selling this, trying to sell this idea that you become a secure party. And now you've got this bond that's worth a hundred million dollars that you can use to buy stuff and better your life. Uh, well, what the only thing I know about that is people will put it on in, in a private trust called a private placement platform and trade it on the stock market. That's the only thing that I know about, you know, as far as people being able to monetize the birth certificates. Right. Yeah. And then you have to have a trust and then you have to have an account. Uh, it, it does. It, it, uh, the TD, that is where the TDA account attaches to it. Okay. And I've, always, I've actually had an attorney explain this to me. But it involves you becoming a participant at the DTC. That is why I put out the Tony King information. Because after listening to his information and talking to this attorney, Tony King is the only individual I've ever seen in life that sounded like this attorney. I'm like, damn, this is the same thing Tony King talking about. Let me put his information out there and let people research it and kind of see how you're going to be at the, the, the DTC, the, the Depository Trust Corporation, okay, the holding company called C Corporation, all that. When you get into that, if you want to take it to that fault, if you want to try to monetize this birth certificate but the first step in before doing that is you're going to have to put together a private trust because that that, that money that's going to go in there has to be allocated for a specific purpose i think the the biggest mistake 
most people who come in with the mindset that they're going to just become millionaires off of this and billionaires and they got all this money is they think they just got money to do whatever they want to do. There is never anything right. that the government ever gives you money to do what you want to do. The only thing government allocates money for is specific purposes. Like you have to have a humanitarian project or something like that. They don't right. never just give you money just for you to do something with. They give you money so you can go create industry and businesses and create taxpayers. And if you're not doing that because thing they're going to benefit the public that they're responsible for that's why they're going to give exactly. you a exactly benefiting the public they want to right. know how it's benefiting the public so i i just that's ain't never seen that i've never seen what these people are talking about and you can tell you somebody's experience right. in dealing with something by how they talking like man you ain't experienced with this they don't do that i've never seen that you know now tony king he got into some discussions about some things but even then i seen it's like they want you to have if you're going to get big, even with this um, revaluation of the currency, there are people, they're doing the same thing. They put together private trust. That money, they see they have to have a private trust. That money has to be allocated for a specific humanitarian project. Even my friends, who I got friends who have actually monetized negotiable instruments all over the world. It's the same thing with them. They got to have some sort of project that they're doing or something like that. I've never seen nobody just give somebody some money. I just ain't yeah. seen it. Not one right. time. Not one time. Not in years. And I'm talking about years. I haven't seen it. Not one time. And at that point, you're hey, opening man. yourself up to an audit, I'm sure. Yeah. Hey, man, let me put y'all on a short break, okay? I got I to gotta, I gotta run to the bathroom real quick. So I'm going I'm to I'm 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 take a short break, break and I'm going to be right back, okay? You can, you can hold on yeah. to the line, okay? Okay. Okay, sorry about that, y'all. Okay, I'm back. You still there? Ain't nobody else called in. Everybody just listening. Ain't nobody else fishing one, so me and you can keep chopping it up. Good conversation. I'm digging it. (laughs) I'm digging it. But back, yeah, but back with the uh, the private, you know, the the monetization, like I said, it always has to do with they want taxpayers, Right. Because they're in debt. They're in debt. That's all they want. It's all about taxes. Everything is about taxes. Absolutely. Everything is about taxes. At least from what I've seen. If somebody, I'm sure there it's are security. some people out I mean, there. It's a, every, time, every time they get a taxpayer, it's a new surety, correct? I mean, it's a surety. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, and they have to, you know, it's about keeping that money flowing into. The elite too. The elite, the people who own own everything. But hey, look, yeah, I got some callers. I mean, am I wrong? I tell my friends. I'm trying to tell my friends that you know they're like, hey, I pay my ta- I pay these people with my taxes, but it's my understanding <laughs> our taxes go to pay 100% to pay the debt. That our taxes do not go to pay the elites. It's past. That is taxes. the. Uh, it's, a bill. That is, it's a bill that we voted for. That pays them. We when we when we vote to pass a bill, then it pays for that, and then we're the surety of it. It's not our tax money. Our tax money goes to pay the debt after the fact. Okay, hold on. I'm looking it our up right now. It is. Our tax money does not go to the salary. 
of the of the politicians. It's called the Grace. It's called the Grace Commission report. That's what you are are, are quoting. It's the Grace Commission report. I'm going to put it up on. I'm glad you brought that up because people need to understand that. Okay, let me just say this and put. Let me put the link in the chat so y'all will understand this because y'all keep saying I'm a taxpayer and I'm paid with this my taxes. We pay your salary and all of that kind of stuff. Let me and and, and then I'm going to expand on that too. Uh, why that is very important. What you just discussed about taxes. So right here, I'm putting right now. Putting the link in the chat. That's the link to the Grace Commission report. Okay, and you can go and click on that. When you click on that, you go down to page. Go to page. Let's see, I think it's 16, 17, something like that. Let me see. Yeah, solid here, brother. I think it's page. That's the background. Is this it? Is this the Grace Commission report? Hold on, let me make sure I got the right right report. Grace Commission report. Because it was done by Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan did the Grace Commission report. Yeah, that was the Senate here. I'm sorry, I gave y'all the wrong one. Let me put this back in there. That was the wrong link, y'all. I gave you. Okay, let me. Uh, that was to something else. That was to a congressional hearing. All right, right here, it's on page 12. It says, with two-thirds of everyone's personal income taxes wasted or not collected, 100% of what is collected is absorbed solely by interest on the federal debt and by federal government contributions to transfer payments. In other words, all individual income tax revenues are gone before one nickel is spent on the services which taxpayers expect from their government. So that's why Ronald Reagan got shot, allegedly, is that, when he, they, he did this Grace Commission report, uh, right after he came out and announced to the public where y'all tax money was going, I think a week later he got shot. All right? Now, yeah. let me say this, too. That is the reason why you have municipal bonds. That's why they are doing what they're doing, because the taxes do not cover the expenses of government. It don't even come close. But they used to sell bonds, U.S. savings bonds and things like that. But they didn't pay enough interest yeah. and people wouldn't buy them. So what they started yeah. to do was they went to the UCC. So now they are writing y'all traffic tickets and giving you charges for all kinds of things and converting all that into bonds. And that's what I keep telling yeah. us about liens. They're putting liens against your property. All right? And that's also why they are so aggressive against the UCC. They don't want you filing UCC1s or anything like that because when you start to try to encumber that property, this is primarily where they are getting all of their money from right now is that property that you're leaving unprotected. All right? You have to protect okay. unprotected, so they put a lien on it. and they get, They're not like people said they went in your that's social security account. They don't man. That collateralizes. They do not. Thank you. They do not have to yeah. go in your account. They just collateralize well, it. I got. Hey, you know I, what I'm I have a friend. I have a friend. Listen, I used to water ski. I'm. Hey, all right. So I'm gonna go ahead and go on the record. I'm a white. I'm a white guy. I'm a white guy. Okay, I, and I, I assume you, that. <laughs> go ahead. Okay, go ahead. you probably knew already. I saw you a bunch of times. You thought I was a black guy a couple of times. I was talking to you. Anyway, I'm going to go. I'm a white guy. I used to water ski. I used to water ski on the U.S. team, 
Um, and I've been all around the world and all around the country, and I had rich parents, and they lost their shit in two, after 2008. And now they're just they're as broke as I am. Uh, and that's kind of what brought me to all this. That's kind of what brought me to all this. But I have another right. friend that I used to water ski with on the team. His his mom, she's the CFO of the county that I'm live in now. And she's the CFO for the county. It's a private role. It's not a public role. It's a private role. And it's um, we got hit real hard. I'm in Florida. We got hit real hard by Hurricane Irma. And there was a lot of payouts and stuff through FEMA and all that. And she... She told me one day, and I, you know, I've been studying this for a while. I haven't had this conversation with her. I'd like to, um, but I haven't. But I, but I know it's true. But, um, but she told me. She said that FEMA, FEMA gave these stipulations and said if these requirements are not met, then we will not honor, we will not honor the assets of your county anymore. And so after the all you know all the payouts started going out about six months later, people are still trying to get money. They're auditing where the money's been, all this stuff, whatever. And FEMA says if you don't if you don't comply with these standards on these homes and these inspections and whatever, we will not recognize your assets in the future. Like we will not help your county in the future. And so it just goes to show you, county is using your assets, your home, your That's right. what, whatever whatever your county recorded assets That's exactly are, right. the county's using them. And FEMA FEMA, you know, when it started getting tight, FEMA said, Hey, if you don't if you don't, you know, abide by these things and these inspections and these whatever, then we won't we won't honor your assets anymore. It's called pledging. Okay, it's pledging. And when you look up pledging in the Black's Law dictionary is essentially the pawn shop. They pawn all of our stuff and put it in the pawn shop in order to keep functioning. Okay, that's what receivership is. You're in bankruptcy. Right now, the United States is in bankruptcy. So they're in receivership, so they're allowed to keep functioning in order to, you know, uh, you know service their debt. And how they're servicing their debt is through, they servicing it through the, uh, uh, the property of all the citizens of the country. But the citizens have been converted into some sort of slave status, which is why your public servants don't respect you. Okay, they ain't looking at any of your sovereigns. They look like, nigga, what are you talking about? Y'all got social security numbers. Y'all welfare recipients. Y'all take health care, Medicare. Uh, y'all want all kind of care. You want us to give you something and everything, then you're going to sit back and talk about you some sort of sovereign or something like that. Get out of my face. What are you talking about? You're not no damn sovereign, okay? Uh, anything that That's what it is. You know what I'm saying? You're taking benefits and privileges. They know you are not a sovereign. You're not a sovereign. You're not, you're not in that status. God is sovereign. It's a biblical. God is sovereign because God needs nothing from anybody else. That's what makes God sovereign, right? So if, and, you, and, if someone's going to say, and, I'm sovereign, then that means I need nothing from anybody. I have everything I need, and I don't need anybody else or anything outside of the system that I built or whatever. I built a sovereign system. I built a whatever but I don't need anything from the outside to sustain what I have, and I can defend it. 
and and uh, people of um, they have it's mine. You, have, can't, you can't take it from you, me, and you can't. It's mine. You what you just defined was freedom, and you're not freedom. gonna take it from me. It's freedom, and people won't. You know they won't. They 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 have lost the understanding of what freedom is. What the word freedom means. What it means to truly be free. All right, that's what we're discussing. Well, right we're I discussing mean, a lot of people freedom. don't understand how small their little sovereign square is, I think. You know, uh, I mean, as a group, our sovereign square is tremendous. Uh, but as an individual, our sovereign square is very small. It's very that's small. why I went so, to, uh, uh, that's why so I went. To that's why I started. somebody and say, I'm sovereign, you know, unless you really have a, uh, really a group with you that is with, I mean, sovereign is a, uh, I've heard you talk about it. It's a nation. It's a. I can defend my borders. I can. I have my assets, and I don't need you. And I can contract with you. Or I can not contract with you. And you're not going to take it from me. That's sovereign. Listen, and, let me tell you something. You know, that, I think this that, sovereign that, thing is being taken very loosely, where it's a it's a big thing. Well, uh, you you wrong and you're right. Let me tell you. Let me tell you why. We'll give you my thoughts on it. First of all, I want to say is that's the reason I started teaching because years before I ever hit the mic, going I was going back and forth in court, fight, 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 fight. I was fight, fight, fight every year, fighting, 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 fighting. For all the people I was associated with, fighting, fighting, fighting. And I came to the right. conclusion. One day, I got arrested, and um, I had a house, and they came to the house. They um they came to the house. Um, first somebody called me on my cell phone, and he told me, "Say you know, man." He said, "Um, sometimes you don't have to go uh looking for trouble. Sometimes trouble goes uh, comes looking for you." Okay, he called me on the phone and said that to me. I because I was just on a radio show doing saying some shit. So and had been in court and went at me and this judge is just going at it and I asked her for her oath of office and we kind of went at it and shit. So she sent a hit squad to the house. Um, about twelve uh, uh, white sheriffs. They came in through the uh, damn uh, windows. You know they like did SWAT on me and shit. And I was at home by myself. I was getting ready to leave. I had me a um, a briefcase and everything. And I was getting ready to leave. So. I'm in the living room. They come in by 12 of them. They all got their guns drawn. They got a, they surround me and they all got their guns pointed at me. They could have killed me dead right there and could have said anything. No witnesses or anything like that. So I got my hands in the air. They said, freeze, freeze. They screaming at me. I'm looking at the, they, the expression on their faces. Everybody's frowning up. They just hoping I make a wrong move so they can blow my head off and everything. I'm just I'm just in the middle of the uh, uh, living room, got my hands up high as I can say, and then all of a sudden I just said, I'm looking around, I said, can I help you gentlemen? <laughs> I said, and a couple of them started laughing, and so a couple of them eased the tension, a couple of them dropped, they go, you know why we're here? And I was like, look, I said, look, I don't know why you're here, okay? Because I'm thinking they planted some drugs in the house. I thought it was a drug raid. I'm, I'm thinking in my mind, I'm like, oh, shit, they didn't put some keys in the house or something. They trying to fuck me up, you know. <laughs> and he said, nah, we're here for an eviction. I said, an eviction? And then, so my hands were down. I said, an eviction? I said, wait a minute, hold on. I said, you don't have, you know. I said, well, let me see your paperwork. He said, we don't have to show you no paperwork. I said, well, I'm not going anywhere. Do you show me some paperwork? So they arrested me for obstruction, 
uh, for extraction, planted a whole bunch of uh, charges on me and shit like that. And after that day, that's when I decided I was going to start teaching because I saw that me by myself was not enough. They can take me and hide me. Um, they, you know, no matter how ballsy you are, you know, they will take it there and, and threaten to kill you. You know, they'll threaten to kill you and everything, you know, and lose your life. And that's what I say. I say, you know what? Most people got to know about this. I'm going, and then this is the next thing I had to do. I had to say, okay, well, if I'm going to teach a lot of people, I'm going to have to be thorough and a motherfucker because there are people out there saying that, oh, this is some bullshit, what you're saying. I, y'all, y'all some fucking sovereign citizens. That's that sovereign citizen shit that you want to talk about. You know, all that. So I was prepared for all of that. I said, okay, I, but you're dealing with somebody. I've been in court. I know how to read case sites. I know how to do this. So I'm going I'm to I'm I'm be thorough, and I'm going to show it. I'm going to expose this shit, and I'm just going to teach people. So we have a whole bunch of people out there that know this, and once it reaches capacity where enough people know and they can start asking questions, then we can change some things. And this type of thing with this COVID-19 is the exact type of situation where it is necessary to know this kind of knowledge. This is exactly what this kind of knowledge is built for. Because now it comes yep. to the forefront. Well, where is your status? You know, you have to wait. You, have, you need to it's understand. It's like 9-11 again. all over. It's like the Patriot Act uh, Part 2. Right now, exactly. You know, nine eleven happened. They passed the Patriot Act. You know, because everybody was all, you know, in an uproar over nine eleven. They passed the Patriot Act. They took so many rights, and it's like the way I see it. This is the Patriot Act Part Two. Um, this is the second round, round two. Let's go. Uh, they the went, Patriot it, Act, yeah. and the people in the people in the midst of fear. Let's take as many rights as we can. Listen. These people know. Hey, man, look, I got to I gotta go to another call. I got some callers in the lit up. I appreciate your time and everything. All right? Well, thank you for talking to me, buddy. I really do. Hey, no, no problem, man. No hey, problem. Real Let quick, me take some real quick on the COVID-19 thing, my mom, my mom that was the uh, construction lady, now she's an insurance lady. And so she told me the other day, Anybody who takes a COVID-19 test, and it's no bullshit, you can look it up. It's in, uh, she works in Florida. You can look it up. Anybody that takes a COVID-19 test, test is ineligible for life insurance, whether they come back positive or negative. So you can look that up. You can look that up on your own time, uh, but that's what's wow. going on. Wow. That's what's going on. Thank you I for that. I'm going to check that out. Yeah. All right. Check it appreciate out. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate right. it. Now, that was some shit right there he just said. You know, I got to do some research on it, but it makes sense. It makes sense. It makes sense. I got to look I got to look into that. I got to look into that. If you are taking the COVID-19 test, you're ineligible for life insurance. Got to look that up. Let me go to 720-0894. Your mic is open. You're on the line. What's on your mind? What's up, big guy? How you doing? Hey, what's going on, man? I'm doing great. Doing great. What's happening? Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, I've been I've been following you for a while here, and um, um, this is Jerome Brewer, and um, I, okay. I I first came across you with uh, Eric John Phelps. I was kind of you know I I started my uh, oh yeah my my 
my research back in o- 08 and um and uh, he kind of led me to you but um <clears throat> and then you know so basically the reason why I'm calling today my man is is because uh I never really paid attention to what my father was telling me about be- becoming a felon and being outcast in society and all that extra stuff until I got older had a family had a wife had these struggles you know and I, I just wasn't able to overcome these things and I hate to be right. that kind of person to call up and, you know, because I've, I've, I've seen you, you know, I love how you handle yourself. I love how you, the whole program and everything right. and how you educate everyone. But uh, my thing is, is you know, I'm, I'm not looking for a way out, but I am sure certainly trying to change not only my future, but my current life and situation as it is, because I have three children. Okay. And, you okay. know, as a man as, and as a black man, you know what I mean? I feel like especially with the stuff changing in how it is now, uh, nowadays, behind the whole thing with George Floyd and, and all that extra stuff, you know, as a black man, there's there's duties I have to um, uphold. And it's going to be very hard to do that uh, with that, that stigma or that, that status of a felon. And no, it's not. No, well, let me, let me, let me say this. Uh, let me, let me give you my story. I don't know if you heard my story. Okay. I'm a felon. Yes, sir, I'm a felon. Okay. All right. Yes, now, what happened to me when I came out of jail, I went through um, that shock, too, of being a felon. Um, I had heard about it, but I didn't really understand the, the, the significance of it. Um, uh, you know, probation officer, you got to go get a job. I'm trying to go get a job. I'm trying to change my life. I don't want to go back to prison or anything like that. I want to do the right thing now. You know, I'm like, okay, I'm glad I'm out. All that's behind me now. As I'm taking a new, uh, uh, you know, a new life, I'm going to do the right thing. All right. So the probation officer tell you, well, you know, you got to tell everybody that you are a convicted felon and just let them know that they're going to get some tax credits, uh, you know, if they hire you. Okay. That's the bullshit that they tell you, you know, when you go out. So I'm putting out, I'm putting out, uh, you know, going applications. So my first place I go to, I put in the application. Uh, I had to take a test, and I scored higher than everyone on the test. And they called me, hey, you know, we are so happy uh, you scored so high on this test. We want to call you in for a second interview. I come in for the second interview. They look at my resume, and they say, well, you know, everything looks great, but we just want to know, what are, what are these gaps in your employment? What, where have you been oh. for the last five years? So I say, right. well, sir, um, I just want you to know. <laughs> I just got out of prison, but I want you to know I'm gonna be a good. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. Thank. I'm done. We, we, we. I'm. I'm sorry, sir. We, we can't have you. Thank you, but no, thank you. Did a goddamn right. one. I'm sitting there. I'm at the damn table. I'm like, God damn, you just did a three <laughs> goddamn 180 on me. You know. So then I go to another one, and and that same thing happened like three, four more places. So finally, I will beat the fuck down. Okay, I try to go get a temp job. Okay, I'm like, shit, they didn't beat me down. Because I see what's happening. These motherfuckers want me sweeping floors and mopping and shit, mm. working at, at – I even tried to get a job as a goddamn bus driver. Okay? That's why That's why you can't have – and to get a bus driver, you cannot have had a ticket like in eight years. Not a single Dang. fucking ticket. Let me just tell you that. All right, so – Yes, sir. All right, so I did – so I, I was doing all this. I go to the temp agency. This is where everything changed for me. I roll up to the temp agency. This motherfucker got a sign on the door. If you have ever been arrested in your life, don't even think about 
filling out an application. It says some shit just like that. So okay. so the owner the owner was coming out of the office, and I just started cussing him out because he, he was a brother. So that's what really <laughs> pissed me off. I said, you motherfucker, you piece of shit, motherfucker. Yeah. So he looking at me all scared and everything. I'm like, you oh, piece of shit, old punk-ass motherfucker. And I'm, I'm cussing him out, right? And I leave. Yeah. He always, he, to this day, he think I'm crazy. I'm like, why is this motherfucker cussing me out? But I'm cussing, <laughs> his, cussing his ass out. So I'm walking downtown, down the sidewalk. And it, I remember to this day exactly where I was and what I thought. I'm going to tell you exactly what I did to change for me. I visualized in my mind my uh, bridge. On one side of the bridge was me. On the other side of the bridge was Jobs. I visualized me okay. walking across the bridge and taking a grenade and throwing it over the back of my shoulder and blowing that goddamn bridge to smithereens. And I promised myself uh, I will never fucking look for another job again. Wow. So the problem with most felons, what they don't understand is, it ain't that things change for you. You just can't get no job. You have to become an entrepreneur. You have to become one. Okay? You got to burn that goddamn, you got to burn that goddamn safety net. All right? You got to think you're like a trapeze artist, okay? If you're on the trapeze and you get getting thrown to the next person, if there's a net down there, you might not focus as hard on on it. But if ain't no goddamn net down there, you're going to focus like a motherfucker. And for all of I you mean, people I mean, I hear all that. And, and go ahead. I mean, I, I hear all that. What, and, what and, you going to say? I, I, I'm, I'm going to get to, I'm going to get, I'm going to get to what to do. I'm going to get to what to do. Okay. All right. But I want you to get my background because I was a person, didn't have a car, didn't have no money, uh, everything taken away from me, my family, my kids, everything right. got taken away from me, but I didn't sit down and yeah. boo-hoo and talk about what I can't do. I had studied the law of attraction. I understood it, and I also understood early on I made a decision that I'm going to have to do something, and I started studying real estate, okay? I started studying real estate. <laughs> that was my thing. So for you to sit here and say how you're going to change your life as a felon, I got all of my friends, every friend I got who's a felon, they all got their own business. Motherfuckers making money. I ain't around no broke niggas. And most of most of the people I'm associated with, they all got records and shit like that. And they all got money. If you would meet them, uh-huh. they be, they wear suits and shit. And you meet them, you wouldn't think, you would never think that they had ever been they in were prison. Felons. Right. You would never think that. Okay, so that right there is I can't fly with that. When dudes be telling me and shit, you know, it's hard out here and things like that. Man, look, what I did, okay, I'll tell you exactly what I did. I was enrolled in school. I was going to school, and I had a 4.0 GPA. And what I would do is I went to school in the day and night. I had a, I'd take a full, full course of classes, all right? I was going in the day and the night. And I'd go to school 8 o'clock in the morning, get out around 10, 30, 11, and then i start walking uh-huh. the neighborhoods, writing down all the addresses from, uh, from houses because I had been studying about flipping vacant houses because I picked what I was going to do. I'm like, okay, what am I going to bird dog? Am I going to wholesale? I don't have no money. I don't have right. no I can't really wholesale, you know, and shit like that. What can I do? The only thing left for me to do was basically – Flip these damn vacant houses, bird, call it bird dogging and whatever, you know. So to do that, I had to first study after repair of value, and I had to learn how to do comps. How I learned how to do comps, I didn't have no money. 
fair market value. So what I would do is I would call all of the uh, contractors and they would give free estimates. Everybody was giving free estimates. So I have a house on the contract. I say, you know what? I need to check and see if it's, if it's a hazmat issue on here. Call somebody in a free estimate. When he call, I say, I call a roof man. Call in and get a free estimate. And so when them guys came out, uh, if they went up on the roof, guess what? I went up on the roof with them. Man, now show me what you're talking about, man. What y'all be looking at up here on the roof and everything. You know, what I'm oh, well, what right. you're looking for is blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you know, HVAC, right. kitchen, bathroom, all that right there. Going into Home Depot, pricing shit, getting all that every day. I got to the point I could drive through a neighborhood and look at the fucking house and tell you how much it was worth. I didn't even need to uh, motherfucking go and get a comp on it. I said, okay, this neighborhood over here, that right there, that's about, mm, about, uh, and I'd be pretty close because like, you get so good at doing it to a point you get close and everything. All right, so now after you learn how to do after repair value, you've determined, you got to uh, study. The next thing I had to study was negotiations. You got to learn how to negotiate, okay? And the key to negotiation is he who names a price first loses. Loses. Yes. And also, another thing is if you can't make money without money, you can't make money with money. Whoa. If you can't make money without money, you can't make money with money. Okay? So these are the things I was learning back then. I was studying this shit every day. I had a whole book. That I, got, I can put people on this phone who knew me back then. They said, this motherfucker used to carry around a booklet this damn thick with nothing but articles on real estate. I'm studying Ron LeGrand and all those other guys back there. They had put out books and everything. I'm reading their books. And everything, I'm reading everything to all of the, <laughs> till it just became second nature to me. And then that's uh-huh. how I started off. And I, I did my first flip, made $5,000. Then I learned how to do short sale. I learned how to do subject to right. deals. Um, uh, you know, I, a lot of things, you know, I started learning to do a lot of things. Now, when I came to Atlanta around 2010, everybody in Atlanta was doing fraud. So I stopped doing real estate <laughs> because right before I got out, they were giving people like dope boy uh, uh, years for uh, uh, real estate fraud, okay? Right. They'll give them up over 25 right. years, 20 years. Motherfucker was coming in there with a lot of damn time for doing them that fraud on real estate and shit. And I was seeing dudes were still doing it. They're getting arrested at the closing table, all kind of shit. So Atlanta is just an off-the-chain city. So I say, you know what? I just got out of this shit. Let me let me step back from this for a little while. And I started studying um, after that real estate marketing. And that's why you see me doing so much stuff on the Internet, because I studied it for years, how to market, how to do do certain things, how to build your own website, all this kind of stuff. I believe right now the best skill that anybody can teach themselves right now is how to build a website. I'm going to be honest with you. That is an important fucking – I'm so glad I know how to build a website. I'm so glad. That's the best skill I got. So those things, I, you got to get you a skill – you got to settle down and focus on one thing and decide what you're going to do. All you're telling me is, you know, well, hey, man, I need to change exactly my situation. Like, you know, no, what, why, so, why yeah, your situation I've, I've ain't changed? Well, huh? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. So, so I've been, I've been an electrical apprentice for like, I've been in the, the electrical trade since like 07 and right. I don't really have a problem getting work and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, it's funny. Like, <laughs> I just got a, uh, a job with this company, paying me like twenty five bucks an hour, and I'm like, okay, well, good. That's that's great for me because I just got out to this whole pandemic. You know what I'm saying? Like I just got out of prison, right? For being a felon right. in possession of a firearm. Now, 
I've met these these I've met white folks, black folks, Hispanic people, all kind of people who were um, responsible gun owners, and they they put a lot of stuff into me. So I became a constitutionalist basically in 2016. So I started walking around with pistols, or I'd have them in my house or whatever. And then eventually, you know, people that either know something about it who didn't like me having something, or that they didn't have because I was like, you know, going through like little homeless spurts and stuff too. They call the police on me. You well, know, you put it in a safe. And I'm like, what the That's hell the first going thing, on? Huh? First thing you should have did, have it in a safe. You should have put it in a safe, locked <laughs> it up, get you a safe. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, go, mean, ahead. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. A little kind of hindsight, but but um, so so anyway, right. my, my man. Um, <clears throat> so uh, I'm I'm on parole currently. Still, I got like maybe six more right. months left in my parole. I'm in Colorado, um, and you know these these folks are so freaking wicked out here, man, but I'm still trying to do my, my best to maintain and, and jump through these hoops and do what they're requiring me to do. And the sad part about it is every time I talk to people, because I've been, like I said, I've been following you since uh, 2017, like I said, with the right. time Phelps. But anyway, so <clears throat> so I've been busy. I, I mean, I, I've, I've, I've gotten myself back on track, and it seems like every time I, I pick up another felony or whatever, it's like they just rip every freaking thing from me. And so Right about yeah. now, my thought is, how do I get myself in a situation as a secured party creditor to where I can either take my life back from these people or, you know, find the thing is this. The thing, the thing is this. First of all, you're going to have to get your you're going to have to get your a copy of your jacket. You're going to have to get that from the Fed. You're going to have to go to a UPS uh, store and get fingerprinted. Okay, is that the get, get the application. Huh? Is that is that the SID number? They what? Or or no? Uh... The, well, the SID number is with them. They do have the SID number, but you want your whole jacket. The Fed's got all your arrests. Yeah, this is just okay. like ordering a credit report. How are you gonna get? Re- you, yes, you're sir. doing the same thing. How you clean a credit report is how you clean your criminal record. They buy yes, about the same fucking thing. It's commerce. Just remember, it's commercial. If they are, these are accounts yes, that are still open. Okay, and you closing these accounts. All right. And that is how you're going to start the process. You're going to have to set off each one of those individual um, cases that are on your criminal history report once you get your jacket from the feds, okay? Once uh-huh. you get the jacket from the feds, and you're going to have to start, and that's what you're going to have to start doing. Now, it's going to be a fight on some of them. I'm not going to say it's going to be completely easy, but uh, you ask uh-huh. me how you do it, and that's how you're going to have to do it. You can't do nothing until you know exactly where the accounts are. If you're going to use a secure party process to discharge something, well, the first thing you got to do is you got to be able to locate the account. Where is the account? So the only thing you, oh, okay. you got to, like with, like with anything, if you're going to discharge a mortgage, what's the first thing I, I'm doing when I discharge a mortgage? I'm going to order a 30-day payoff. I need me a presentment. So you're going to have to do the same thing. You're going to, if you're going to discharge those cases, you got to get a present. You got to order your criminal history. And that's, and that's going to be okay. through the federal government. It's the Fed. FBI got that information. It's the FBI who has it. And they, they require that uh-huh. you fingerprint yourself. You can get the fingerprint card from UPS store. Some UPS stores do it. And then sit there, submit it off. They got a form that you fill, and you submit it off, and it take about six weeks, and your stuff come back. And then that's the first uh-huh. step that you take in your journey. As a matter of fact, I have been contemplating, which I guess I will go ahead and do, I got this information on expunging your criminal record. People ask me about it all the time. I just haven't been doing those videos like that lately because they're a lot of fucking work. 
and people don't <laughs> donate. <laughs> you know, I, you, really, I, you know, it's like you know, and it's no, crazy listen, I man. still haven't donated to you, man. <clears throat> I, I, that's what I'm trying to say. It's like people want you to sit back, and I don't get a lot of donations. I do not. I do not what? get wow, a lot bro. of. Do- I don't know why. Wow. I don't get a lot of donations. Um, I'm, but uh, to thank. Thank you to all the people who do donate. I do get some, and I say I don't get any. Thank you for you who do. But I don't get a lot of donations, so I have to work, and, you know, I have a website and things like that. And I'm not hurting or anything like that. I'm not begging anybody for any money or anything. But, you know, it's an appreciation thing. Cause, you know, you put two, three weeks into putting together a video, and they only get, like, 3,000 views or something like that. And, you know, people not interested in it. And it's only it's always the videos what? that – I'm going to tell you. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Always yeah. The, or, or your crap is – or your stuff is getting taken down, which I've noticed a lot. Yeah, yeah, because they 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 claim I'm spreading hate and shit. I can't tell the truth about who's running everything. So, you know, that's another thing. And, right. I, and I'm about to just say, you know what? Forget that. And go back to doing what I was doing. But the thing is, is that well, like the you know, it take like, a lot like of work. About that, it, you know what I mean? It, it take like, a lot like of the work to put the learning videos and design and all of that stuff. They don't want you talking about that shit, man. They don't want you talking about it. Right. I'm trying to tell you, they don't want you. Talk, they don't want you saying if you want, if you ought to know who to to understand who is in control. All you got to do is find out who you can't talk about. Right with the That's ADL it. and you know anti defamation league and and uh, what is it? Come on, man! And they- all of that extra stuff and. They control everything, you know what I'm saying? They that that's what's behind all this pandemic stuff. I'm trying to tell everybody. Somebody just gave well, me see, somebody just gave like me when, a, um, somebody just sent me two dollars. Thank you for the person that sent me the two dollars. Okay. <laughs> 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 and you know what? Uh, that's cool because if you gotta think like this, if everybody who watched the video, let's say you did a uh, a video and it got three thousand views, if everybody who fucking I watched the video, gave you a dollar, you have $3,000. It's not like $2 yeah. is a bad thing or anything like that. It's just more people say, give a dollar. You know, hey, a dollar. If everybody gave a dollar, go on your cash app, send a dollar and everything, that would that would motivate a lot of us to make more stuff because you're like, okay, I made $3,000 in donation shit. Let me spend two weeks making this video, put this information out for them. But it's an appreciation right. thing. You're like, damn, I don't really think that. Because I'm going to tell you what happens. This is what happens. The videos that you spend all the time on, people sleep on. Watching the videos oh, no, that you just, the that you're, you're making, yeah. Yeah, the ones you just kind of like, oh, I'm going to put this out, and you ain't really thinking about it. That's the motherfucker get 300,000 views. You're like, because when I put out that how to sign your signature without liability and the, um, on the one on, uh, on the passport, I kind of like was just uh-huh. kind of like, you know, I wasn't really focused on it that tough. And them videos just took off. You'd be like, God damn, you know, this video took off, you know. And so, you know, you don't right. ever know what people are going to, you know, I guess that's with anything. You don't know what's going to be a hit. But, you know, the work you put in it, it's a lot of work going that stuff. That's all it is, a lot of work, man. I got to read. First of all, I have to read the entire book. Like, because with this thing with uh, uh, with uh, uh, um, expunging your criminal record, I'm going to read the entire book. I'm going to transcribe it. Because I believe people should see the words on the screen as you're reading. Because the biggest problem I see is people refuse to read. That's a big yes. issue. People will not read. They want you to read for them. They want you to do everything for them. I'm not doing shit for you. You're going to have to do but it you yourself. Say that a lot. You, you say that all the time, and people are watching your videos. And for some reason, it seems like even if you put it in damn near every freaking video, they still are not motivated to read. 
They ain't motivated. So, and it's crazy so because, hey, like, listen, you, you've, that's why I started reading for them because we're in a different time. People don't have time. I understand that. You know, right. audio books are real big. You know, so I said, we, we need audio books with this stuff right here, professionally done audio books. And that's what people you've done. Can just, and that's what you've done with the videos. Yeah, exactly. And, 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 I, and, exactly. and I, I promise you, I, I, know, I know this is a, a private situation, um, and I can't be just, like, going out there telling everybody, you know, all the stuff that's private. But, you know, when you find right. yourself in a debate, or not even a debate, but, like, just like a kind of friendly conversation with somebody about these type of things when they act like they don't know, like, like they're oblivious to what the heck's going on. And then you're like, well, here's what's going on, and you start laying it out to them. And the first thing I do is I give out resources to where they can find out this information myself, and your name's usually included. And, I, like, when I was in prison or if I was in jail or whatever, going to prison or whatever, I would actually write down, like, it, it, this list to, to get these people um, – on the same page, <clears throat> it would be about like thirty something people long, and your name's in there. And in terms of like uh, right. people talking about the secure party creditor process, you're the only person that I recommend usually. Period, because right. I, I know who's out there, and I'm not going to say their name, but I know who's out there. Um, it's just right. I'm more confident with your um, I don't know if I could call it services or your um, uh, uh, your work. You know what I'm saying? So. So that's that's where I'm at, and 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 I've been I've been trying to turn my mother onto it. I've been trying to turn my cousins onto it. I've been trying to turn my sister and my brothers and all you know onto it. And my mother's listening enough. Like she's trying to figure out, well, what's up with this uh, birth certificate authentication process? And I try to explain that to her. Yeah, we're out with that. You know. But anyway, so so my whole thing is, and, and here's probably the the main question I really need to ask you since I do have your time because it's hard to get a hold of you. Okay. <laughs> so. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, that, that, well, that's why I do this open phone lines so people can call and ask me questions. But go ahead. Right, right. And, and this is not to discredit you in any way, shape, or form. But by, by me saying that, I do I do apologize if it's not that way. But um, mm-hmm. is there is there because uh, because I've been to your website, I've, I've been to the private side solutions, and I, I I'm like okay, so I see the the packages that's there. Nothing's wrong mm-hmm. with any of those prices. Those are pretty good prices, I think. I'm just like well. It, you know, sadly enough, I mean, I, I could catch on to what's being taught, but again, you know, there might be some some babysitting or some handholding to some stuff I don't understand, and I don't want to burden you, but I definitely need your help, and I do re- respect and under understand that. Okay, so you want to you want me to you want a consultation? You want a consultation, basically one on one consultation? Is that what you're saying? Uh, or uh, uh, you want me to do a webinar? You want me to do a webinar? I'm like, I probably should go. Now go ahead. I'm sorry. What did you say? No. Well, well I'm I'm saying I'm I'm pretty much oblivious to the process. Like you know, there's 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 other videos out there. Trust me, and 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 I can deal with them. Right. But um, it's it's just that you 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 make it seem a lot easier to to understand. And so I would like to to pay you for your to, for your help. I I would I want to be uh, uh, SPC. <laughs> Okay, well, I mean, thank you, thank you for that. Um, what I would suggest, though, I mean, there's nothing I'm going to tell you in private that I don't say in public as it relates to this. I just, not, you know, I think some people think I'm holding back things. I'm not holding back anything. Um, the thing is, I tell you what, I think I do one better. I do a webinar. Um, I'm gonna start doing webinars again. They'll be very inexpensive. It'll be less, and then you can act. I sit down and explain to a group of people because. The reason I do it like this is because I could make a lot of money doing consultations. 
I I did consultations in the past and did a lot of that stuff. Trust me. I did a lot of that stuff, you know. And um, you know, it's just like you you find out you'd be doing four or five you do four or five consultations a day, it's five hours, four hours a day that you just talking to people. And then some of them overrun the hour and shit like that, you know. So it's like you spending all your day talking to people every day, you know, about different things right. and everything. And then some of the people you don't know who you're talking to. You don't even know who you're talking uh-huh. to. You know, they come and ask you all type of crazy questions and shit like that. So it gets to a point where you say, you know what, let me try to do something where I can help the most people, you know, try to leverage my time and my ability where I can, because the questions that you have, 100 people have the same question. So, yes, you know, sir. and try to knock out one bird with one stone. So I'm going to commit to this. <laughs> I'm going to commit to this right now in the air. I'm going to say, I am going to do a webinar, y'all. And it's going to be next, it's going to be Tuesday and Thursday of next week. Okay, I got my office now. I'm refocused on things. I'm going to do this. It's going to be very inexpensive. It's not going to be expensive. And I'm going to let y'all, and if you're, I'm, and I'm, they, and I, what I'm going to do, if you're a member of SBC, you will automatically get access to it. Okay, so if you just want to join SBC University, that'd be a good thing too to do. I I might just yeah, do that. I don't want like, to. I don't want to. I don't want to pay the eighty nine. Like I'm trying to pay like the 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 one hundred, two hundred. You know, like the one fifty two, two hundred, two fifty. You know what I'm saying? Like right. Like I'm trying to right, get like right. maximum. You know. Right, right, right. Hey, I like like that's why I have a yearly price. I can do like the secure part. You can pay just one price and have access to it for the whole year. You know what I'm saying? I uh, so I you know I tried to I tried to make different type of uh, price things for different type of people. But I will, I, and I know people want to talk to me and, and you know, one-on-one and things like that. But you got to understand, I've been doing it like seven, eight years. Seven, eight years doing, right. talking about the same thing. <laughs> talking about the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over. And sometimes like, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, let me yeah, just let yeah, me yeah. some videos and people watch some videos. You know what I'm saying? So that that's all, what that's all about. But I'm going to get back out there on the circuit. So I, I, I'll tell you that. Um, you can email me. Just email me when we get off the phone, man, and we can talk offline, okay? My email is highfrequencyblogtalk at, at gmail.com. Highfrequencyblogtalk at gmail.com. Just put in the subject line. Uh, I'm the guy that you spoke to on the phone, and, you know, I contact you, okay? Yes, sir. My man, I, I appreciate you very much. Uh, <clears throat> highly respect you. Highly honor you, my man. And I, Thank you. I, I'm always on there. I'm always putting like, like you know, I don't care. However, I can help you out if if I'm if I'm putting up a thumbs up on the video, if I'm sharing the video or whatever. Like, like I I, I I'm vested in your 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 tutelage, and uh, I, I really wish that people would would be able to. Uh, uh, Put, put their own um, opinions and, and BS aside, and just just kind of get to this one point where we can <clears throat> accept the realities that we're dealing with on a daily basis. And I look at you like a like a big brother, man, because you know anybody who comes in the form of, of liberating people, you know what I'm saying, deserves mm-hmm. to be regarded with, with 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 some honor. You know what I'm saying. So I, I see you, you giving a lot of yourself. I see how you're you're you know, you know what I'm saying. Even when you're shining, you're doing it to an, to, to be an example to people. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> people people can be like, oh, it's done. He just who gives a shit about all that, man? Like the, the man is living the way yeah. we're supposed to all be living. <laughs> you living. Know what I mean? we can have that. <laughs> Thank just, you. Just, what's 
You know what's what's popping, like, you know what? <laughs> you know, because it's like I'd be like, damn, you know, I've been working like 15 years. I can't buy a gold chain. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I can't buy hey, a gold nobody, chain. Ain't nobody shit. crying to. <laughs> but, but, but ain't nobody like, crying to fifty cents. Anybody crying, Dr. Dre and Eminem and all that, you know what I'm saying? Anybody doing all that? Yeah, you know? he, 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 making, he making money and all that. I'm like, man, look, man, if you do something consistently over time, you're supposed to at some point be profitable in your life. You know, you're supposed to celebrate the success of other individuals sort of roll off on you. Okay, you cannot, well, you know, but it's people, it, they, what it is is people's lack of understanding of how the laws work. The laws of prosperity right. do not reward jealousy, envy, hatred, or negativity in any kind of way. If you want to be prosperous, right. the first thing you have to do is you have to remove negativity. You've got to embrace right. positivity in everything that you do. With the people that you right. encounter and everything, you've got to be positive in everything that you do, and that's when, that's when wealth will start to be attracted to you. Wealth is not attracted well, again, to like negativity. Well, you, you know, remain in honor at all costs. Now, if people would do that Being on a daily basis and, and stop looking at each other like it, like 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 enemies and freaking competitors, we'd be all right. Now, I understand capitalism is very important. You know I mean, otherwise, you'd be left with communism and, and socialism and everything else, which is pretty much what we're getting. Socialism is socialism, into. Marxism, socialism, Marxism, and communism is unnatural. It's unnatural, and uh, that's why I, you know, they can they the argument that the people. Is unproductive, and the arguments that you see, I see professors and people like that, a lot of Jewish individuals try to make in favor of it. They don't really believe in that shit because that's for the proletariat, really, that they are offering. The elite would never engage <laughs> in that. Class? Yeah. You say, yeah, the working class. The elite aren't going to do that. You think the elite are going to distribute their wealth equally among their underlings and things? You're crazy as hell if you think that's going to happen. They're not going to do any of, of that. Not. Okay, it is <laughs> nature. Nature compels you toward growth. Everything that you see in nature is abundance. Okay, so if you're trying to restrict that abundance and everything, that's an artificial construct that somebody's trying to foist upon you. Somebody's trying to foist upon you their ideals of how you should live your life. That's a fucking demon. Okay, anything that infringes and right. encroaches on freedom of the individual and everything, you're a fucking demon. And that go for them three women on that Black Lives Matter and all of that who just admitted that they marches and everything. Y'all still, y'all still, uh, Sporting these Black Lives Matter shirts and everything, because you don't even know what you're being involved in. You don't even. I just said Marxism and communism, and most of y'all don't even know what that means. No, and they no. say they say they well, and they say they well trained in it. And you can look mm-hmm. at Adam and see that they are against nature. Look at what they're doing now. They don't want you breathing air. It's anything. Well, you got to think about like the, nature. the Jesuit orders. It's like, it's just like the Jesuit order. Like they 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 do anything to conform to whatever the the uh, the society that they're trying to conquer in order to blend in. Kind of like that 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 informant that uh that that was uh um pretty much uh, infiltrating Marcus Garvey's uh, movement to get him uh, uh tried for uh, or convicted for for tax evasion. They they just want anything. You know what I mean? So <clears throat> these these, these it, it's a it's a communistic view to destroy. Uh, a structure, uh, a people, and to 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 put some sort of monopolizing control over them so that that person can benefit 
from every freaking move that they make. Now, it's just like slavery to me, but then again, you look at these people, they're talking about Black Lives Matter, and it does, but then you get get organizations like the, the building and uh, Melinda Gates Foundation and freaking uh, – what's the other one? Um, the Clinton Foundation, and, and so they, they take this movement, and they want the masses to believe – kind of like the Federal Reserve uh, <laughs> Bank. You know, They take the name, so since it sounds like Federal Reserve, uh, you think it's actually uh, right. uh, some kind of federal entity when it's not. And then here's these Black Lives Matter people, you know, Black Lives Matter, but they don't realize who the hell's funding them and why everything seems to be so convenient. And black folks ain't never had enough money to make shit convenient. So anyway, I'm sorry to say it that way, but you know what I'm saying? Like, no, like we don't right. do that. George Soros, George Soros, like George Soros is Jewish. Um, everybody yep. who's been funding or even involved in this, who's been in control of this, has been Jewish. And that has just been my point. Yep to point out to people is they not, our people aren't paying attention to that fact. When I tell our people that, they give me this blank look. I say, you know, everybody telling you to wear a mask oh, and doing all this stuff is Jewish. And they give me this, <laughs> they give me this, like this little blank stare, like, and I'm like, and why so I'll be like, Pope, you know what? Why do you think the Pope wears a yarmulke, my man? <laughs> Even the Pope wears you a yarmulke. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and, and here's the thing. I'll be like, I'll be thinking, you know, I say, man, you know what? I do really believe that, you know, when the Anunnaki came here, they said they made um, the Lulu Amalu, which are the primitive Lulu workers. Lulu Amalu? So yeah, the Lulu Amalu. It's a, it means primitive worker in their language. Or They also call us the oh. blackhead beings. And um, these are these beings, these, these beings that were created to do slave labor. And I am just of the thought that I just think that, there are some people who are content being slaves. And uh, even yep. Harriet Tubman said it. Harriet Tubman said it. She said, I could have saved more people. Freed more slaves, a known, thousand more, if they knew that they were if slaves. If they would have known, if they knew that they were slaves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and here's, 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 a, here's, a, here's another thing that, 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 that fucks me up. <laughs> uh, so, like, when... when um, Oh man, I just lost my train of thought. My bad, bro. <laughs> no, you good. I, I apologize. Um, so, hey, so let me right. ask you this then. So you said it was um, high frequency radio at Blog Talk. High frequency blog talk at gmail dot okay, com. High frequency blog talk at gmail dot com. Yes, just put it in the uh, in the chat. But look, bro, I gotta go. I appreciate well, your call, man. Yeah, I'm gonna let you go, Thank my you man. Thank you very much. Hey, much love. And get in contact with me. Get in, get in contact with me. We'll talk offline. We'll talk offline, okay? Yes, sir. You're the man. All yes, right. sir. All right. Peace, talk God. Later. Peace. All right, y'all. That is it for me tonight. I think this went well. Only the other thing. You know, how y'all like this? Y'all like me on, y'all like me live streaming on Facebook? How is that? Picture look clean. Everything clean. Look good, you know. Audio's good. Everything is good. I was jamming this. Uh, I was jamming this right here. I'm, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do an outro with this right here. Man, it's a bad jam, man. You know, I didn't really like get into Drake like that. I had to go back and listen to his old stuff. Y'all know Drake is is Jewish too. <laughs> Maybe they really are like the, you know, the superior people or whatever, you know. My man is jamming. <laughs>
I suppose. I just want to be successful. And let me tell you something else. These songs, these artists be doing, I think that that is their way of putting out their law of attraction into the universe by recording, putting on records, and having it reverberate throughout the universe, and that's how they end up being so successful. Think about that. Anyway, I got to go. Peace to all the gods and goddesses. I will see y'all tomorrow. Same bad time, same bad channel. Be successful. I just want to be, I just want to be successful. Amen. I just want to be, I just want to be successful. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.